0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome this evening's guest moderator from the blog, Smart Bitches, Trashy Books, Sarah Wendell, and tonight's guest author, Gina Showalter. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you? Good. Are you ready to, like, ask good questions and be interactive? Because I'm, I'm going to be grading you later. <laughs> There'll be a quiz. My fingers are crossed for you. Good luck, ladies. Yeah, you (laughs) You guys are in trouble. So is anyone here not familiar with the awesome that is Gina Showalter? Okay, good. Because everyone should be familiar with Gina. Thank you for coming.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: (laughs) So I have a really long list of questions. Really, really long. Because that's how we like things in romance. (laughs) This will be the podcast from the story that gets like the NC seventeen. <laughs> 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 Lots of bleeping. Yeah, there'll be some problems. But I, I, much appreciate being interrupted. Really, if you want to ask a question, on honestly, if you have a question, just shoot your hand up or like you know moon me or something, and I will stop. I'm as I would mooning. Mo- yeah, so. we we support mooning. That's okay. So if you have a question, people are like, I'm doing. Get ready. Here. If you have a question, please feel free to just be like, Yo, oh, I would do that. I would do, because I'm totally cool with that. And so is Gina. Am I. <laughs> especially a really nice butt. Okay. So here's, here's the amazing thing about Gina Showalter and the part where I make her turn funny, blushing colors. This is her publishing upcoming books. And I actually wrote this all down. It takes up like this much room. All right, you ready? Prepare to feel tired. So right now, is The, the Darkest Secret is yes. out. And The Darkest Surrender comes out September 27th. Yes. And then for the Harlequin Teen Young Adult line, there's Intertwined, Unraveled, and Twisted. Yes. Clearly these are about knitting. <laughs> <laughs> then in 2012, there's Harlequin's new nonfiction. Yes. From you, Dating the Undead. And also in um, September is the Nocturne. The yes. And I a, had another, that, a book for another publisher. <laughs> some other company. We Pocket,
1: Taste of Rapture.
0: Nice. Also n- about knitting. <laughs> yes.
1: Yes, I enjoy
0: <laughs> And then there's the Royal House of Shadows Quartet for, yes. for Silhouette. Nocturne, yes. Harlequin Nocturne, I beg your pardon. Harlequin yes. Nocturne. And that's this fall. Yes. Okay, so you are writing contemporary romance, yes. YA, yes. paranormal romance, yes. and nonfiction, to which I would just like to say, get off my lawn, because <laughs> that's what I write. Yes, are you, you going to leave some genres for other writers? No. No,
1: you're I'm just gonna, gonna write it.
0: You're gonna take over the I'm whole t- bookstore. I'm not
1: resting until I've written something for So it's gonna be show and Noble. One, yes, show Walter. <laughs> forever.
0: So tell us about the nonfiction project. What are some things that people would want to know about that? Uh, the dating nonfiction, the dating
1: the undead. If you want tips on how to bag and tag, like <laughs> your vampire lover, <laughs> werewolf, demon, angel, um, shapeshifters of every kind, we have tips. Um, there's a Lords of the Underworld Bear All section where human guys have sent letters and pictures saying why they make the best honorary uh, Lord of the Underworld. One for each. So lots of beefcake in this. Yes. <laughs> yes. And um, there are recipes and beauty tips um, you know, whether you want to date a paranormal man or a, a human man. So, so what,
0: what accessories are needed for these types of events? Because um, I s- so kind of suck at accessorizing. Well,
1: for the vampire, my um, best advice is to invite him over, cook him the meal that was his favorite when he was living, let him watch you eat it, and then let him uh, take a little nibble of it for some fondue me. So. <laughs> 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 werewolves, um, don't be afraid to be stern. Sit and stay very well. So,
0: What about back hair? <laughs> what do you do about that? We
1: do talk about waxing <laughs> in the Thank book. Thank God. Yeah, it's
0: manscaping. You're, manscaping uh, is important. Manscaping your werewolf. Because so. it's hard to date a guy when you run your fingers through his hair and you keep going yes. until you get to the bottom of his well, feet. Well, and your demon,
1: his horns, had to buff them properly. So...
0: Yeah. That's
1: very important. (laughs) Thank you. And I don't know if I'm allowed to mention this, but we do talk about horn condoms because if they leak poison, so (laughs) just be prepared. (laughs) I'm trying to imagine what that would look like. Would they be kind of like corkscrews? I think there is an ad for them in the book, so you'll get to see a picture. This is like the full package. (laughs) Yes. Yes. No fun intended. They're... um, It is a really, really fun book. It's one of the, I had so much
0: fun working on this. So now that you've taken over the nonfiction genre and you've moved on from there, according to my calculations, you've published 617 million books. (laughs) Yes, Uh, 18. Maybe 618 million, give or take? Okay. So in 2011, you have five books coming out from Harlequin. Yes. And Harlequin Teen and Nocturne and Pocket. Yes, I think so. <laughs> I can't even keep track There's anymore. There's actually 7. You just didn't <laughs> yes. know about them yet. You're going to the- find out about that one. In the back. <laughs> Do you ever get your characters mixed up? I did once. I was
1: um I had two deadlines looming. It was for an Atlantis book and a Lords of the Underworld book. And so um the Atlantis language kind of showed up in the Lords of the Underworld book and my editor had to, you know, point that out and say yeah let's Excuse fix this
0: <laughs> so it does this leakage and does happen sometimes so you've been writing books and publishing from what is comparatively a young age i mean everyone talks about teen sensations but you've been writing a absolute monster ton of books yes. and have an exceptional amount of accomplishment at a young age Thank which you. is really kind of awesome Thank you should be quite you. proud of yourself Thank you. <laughs> what are some of the things that you've learned about your own writing process um I do
1: lead a very unbalanced life. I suffer from OCD, which I did, never did before. I, I, I don't know if you've read Playing With Fire, but there's a resume for the heroine in the beginning where she's quit every job imaginable or been fired, and yes, that is basically my life. Uh, I had never finished anything until I started writing, and then the OCD kicked in, and once I started writing, I just can't stop until the book is finished. So...
0: So you have a compulsion to, to yes. finish when you start. <laughs> yes, it's like the little devil on my
1: shoulder. Why aren't you writing? You should be writing. That book needs to be turned in don't in three feed months. Your what, family. Yeah.
0: Why Are you getting your real children? Don't matter. <laughs> they, don't no. <laughs> they don't need new shoes.
1: They're not hungry. They don't need to ride to school today. They can call in sick.
0: <laughs> they can walk uphill both ways in the snow. <laughs> so, what piece of what piece of advice have you received as a writer? That you've um, treasured the most what what really my the best piece of advice as for me has always been
1: right from the heart write the book the way it needs to be written not the way you think that other people would want you to write it That's you mean where the like magic reviewers <laughs> like
0: naughty naughty reviewers <laughs> So tell us about the next Lords
1: of the Underworld book and why it kicks ass. The next Lords of the Underworld book is The Darkest Surrender, and it is Strider's story. And he is paired with Kaya, the harpy. This is my absolute sexiest book, uh, my most violent book. And maybe I shouldn't mention those two things together, but maybe I should. She's a harpy. And William. I mean, he's my favorite character. I love to write about him,
0: so he has some big parts. I really big like parts. He has some big parts, big huh? Big parts. Are they illustrated? Is there an advertisement for them in the book? Their illustrations are in my head, so... Well, that just sucks.
1: No. If I could draw...
0: <laughs> that would be a very big drawing. A big roll of paper. So, you are a name to be reckoned with in the paranormal romance genre. Thank you. You're welcome, it's true. Because, well, you... Pretty much wrote every book <laughs> in the bookstore at this point. Any mid there is? I know. Do you have any predictions for what the next big thing in paranormal romance is? I do. I and i hear- yes.
1: I think a political thriller written in prehistoric times. Caveman oh. politics, all I'm saying.
0: Speak softly, <laughs> carry a really big Yeah, club. no don't don't share that <laughs> with anyone. Yeah, we else. won't tell the internet. Yeah. <laughs> or anything. There's a, there's a lot of opportunity for, for Manchester in that. Manchester in the cover and art clubs. There. I think clubbing. So, posed in <laughs> provocative, suggestive ways. Yes. So, let me ask Always. you about your covers because one of them happens to be on the screen. What do you think makes a good cover for your books, aside from big, suggestive clubs?
1: You know, a, a couple of years ago, I was uh, told that my books cried out for the, the beefcake. Um, covers, I, maybe because I post the beefcake on my website and I'm just kind of associated with sexy men, I don't know.
0: That just is just a terrible association. It's so
1: sad. But um, I, the beefcake has really worked out well uh, for me. So, I don't know, just the sexy factor and making people drool.
0: And they're <laughs> often wet or steamy
1: on your covers. They're either
0: moist or in a shower. They or like to the, work out They're out having a, lot. a shvitz. I mean, they're always in somewhere that's somewhat...
1: They're either working out, or they've done a lot of sword fighting,
0: (laughs) so where they're just coming from. Sword fighting also good for suggestive poses. (laughs) Sometimes, like with uh, with your duology, sometimes you don't even need a suggestive pose. (laughs) If you've seen the cover for that book and you don't know what I'm talking about, email me. I'll tell you the secret. (laughs) So here's my here's my next question. To move to YA, to talk about YA, yes. there's a lot of crossover in the YA genre. Adults read it, teens read it, and it's particularly in romance, and particularly with your books, that that's there's no difference. There's a huge population in both groups that read yes. your read your books. What are some of the different reactions that you've received from your readers for your for your YA and for your adult romances? I
1: think with the teens, they are. Um they're much more likely to tell you when they hate something, and in a language that really gets your attention. I hate you and yeah. hope you die. <laughs> Whoa! Really?
0: For real? Uh, why are you Sure, are that you wasn't doing your this? children.
1: Because
0: <laughs> no. you didn't it feed them.
1: Been, yeah. Why won't you let us go to school? <laughs> But, I want to um, be homeschooled by you, <laughs> or or the um, the praise. Yeah. Will you please be my new stepmom? <laughs> you know? Oh, so either way, you know they're they're um, they're brutally honest, and they do don't. You,
0: do you interact with them at different places? Do, do they are they more active on Facebook or on Twitter, or is there a place where you encounter them you know, more? Or I, is it email?
1: Um, I don't. I haven't noticed a difference. I, I think I hear from them website, Twitter, Facebook,
0: anywhere. Yeah. Do you have a different process when you write for adults versus the teens?
1: My default setting is the edgier, uh, sexier, cussing, I, uh, fighting. Um, so I I write the drafts that way for both adult and young adult. And then with the young adult, I have to go back <laughs> and, re- and
0: and and so, Do some cutting. Yeah. <laughs> because there is fighting in, yes. the, in the intertwined, yeah.
1: well, not really editor, about knitting I think series. I, I got an email from her and I, uh, she said, you know, this is like the 12th time <laughs> that he said the uh, damn or something like that. This, um, can, we, can we maybe cut that? <laughs> yes, we can. So i got to draw back a little bit.
0: You potty okay. mouth. I know. Shame.
1: It's default setting, and I don't know how to reset.
0: This podcast really is going to be OC seventeen if we keep going. I know. <laughs> So when you're writing a fight scene, do you block it out in your head or do you like get up and kick someone's butt? Do you like accost people on the street? I just try to picture it and I have stood up in my
1: office and like, you know, to punch the air. Is there video of that? (laughs) I'm so glad there's not. But you, I'm so, I'm sure if there was a hidden camera on me in my office, because when I'm trying to picture a scene, I'll sometimes, or you have to crawl somewhere or do a motion. I'm like making the motion.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Trying to figure out what they're doing so I can describe it. In the prep for this interview, I just want y'all to know that we had (laughs) talked about Gina doing an interpretive dance interpretation of one of her books. <laughs> and apparently that's quite possible. I was joking. <laughs> How excellent.
1: Yes, there is a YouTube video of me interpretive, doing an interpretive dance of Chris Cole's career. I don't know if you've seen that, but I highly recommend it. It's quite lovely. <laughs> I give birth to a book. So nice.
0: Thank you. That's I, very nice. When you think class, thank Gina Showalter. <laughs> and cussing and fighting. Yes. And sophistication. And interpretive dance. And an interpretive please. dance. Always. So, what are you reading right now? I am reading Dragonbound
1: by um, Thea Harrison. I have I'm heard. loving it. I've heard everyone Highly talking about this it. book. Yes, I am loving it. Alpha what do you people. What do you read on? Do you read digitally? Do you read
0: print? Do you read both? Both.
1: Both. For the travels, I traveled with my husband, and so we loaded our, the iPad with TV shows and movies that we could watch together, but when I travel by myself, the iPad is loaded with books, so... I got to read an EARC of Nalini Singh's new, uh, upcoming Kiss of Snow. Oh, y'all. So good. Let me just say, a must-buy. I
0: I read it, too. I feel like a (laughs) braggart, but yeah.
1: I know. Isn't it amazing? So good. So good. I've been waiting for Hawk's story for a long time.
0: That's actually something that, that both you and Nalini Singh do really well, It is sustain sexual tension and, and emotional tension through the whole book. Thank and you. And it's not like we've had a bit of misunderstanding, now I hate you and I'm going <laughs> to flounce. Like you actually have reasons for that tension. Is it Thank hard you. to sustain that that motivation to keep that edge through the you whole know, story? I, with, when I'm writing, I really don't even think about things. I just let
1: the characters speak and 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 act the way that they need, however I see or hear in my head. So they just kind of drive it themselves. But I do want to ask um, my editor of HQN if she got what Sarah said earlier, for, like a quote, maybe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this isn't a podcast. Yeah. Somebody's somebody's gonna be taking notes. Are we taking notes on this? Gina sustains the sexual.
1: <laughs> Love it. <laughs>
0: Yes, no medication needed. <laughs> so if someone was going to start reading your books, and they'd never read a Gina Showalter book, because clearly they've never been in a bookstore or encountered any of her 16 million books, which one would you advise that they start with? You
1: know, the one I recommend the most for, is Playing With Fire. Um, it, Even though it's first person and most of my books are written in third, I, it's got... Uh, it's paranormal, it's got a snarky heroine, an alpha hero, and uh, I think the voice speaks to both the, my young adult audience and my adult audience, so it is the one that I recommend the most. If you're for straight paranormal, I usually uh, recommend The Darkest Night. So.
0: Is there is there a... a genre or a story or something that you've wanted to write and that you haven't? Is there anything that you haven't you know t- aside from the the clubbing political statement right, exactly. obviously that's coming yeah. soon.
1: <laughs> I cannot wait to tackle that. But <laughs> um you know when I first started writing I tried my hand at a historical and it was terrible. <laughs> I mean yeah when your historical people are talking in in the modern voice, yeah. Okay, y'all Come on over here.
2: You suck, dude.
1: Yeah, yeah I mean, seriously. The duke said. <laughs> seriously?
0: <laughs> you are such a douche.
1: So, yeah, it doesn't work.
0: So, and clearly, my... grandma said that. <laughs> yeah. I would really like that, actually. Historicals where people call each other douche names. Okay, dibs. <laughs> There's the next. Um, <laughs> look you already infringed on my territory you're writing nonfiction. I, I gotta steal something from you yes douchey cause... dukes
1: A new I love it series. I love it
0: <laughs> this is this podcast <laughs> go is ask so that go, go back to dance <laughs> alright I'll calm down is <laughs> it will be the Gina Showalter historical line where they do the Macarena at max? <laughs> that'll will. be awesome interpretive dance at every ball well, totally so. nothing is more possible in a corset than <laughs> interpretive <laughs> dance
2: you know
0: so I have questions from outside of the immediate room. I have pe- questions from Excellent. Twitter and questions from the website. Michelle wanted me to ask you if there was ever a time when you didn't have all these stories in your head, which really makes poor Gina sound like she's schizophrenic, but we know what she <laughs> means. Did Did you think that this was something that had to happen? You know, I, um,
1: I was held back in third grade. I was the very slow kid in class. I wasn't a reader um, because I didn't... Understand the stories. It took me forever, so much longer than the other kids. Um, So I was held back. And then in the fifth grade, uh, my mom and grandmother took me to the bookstore, and we spent hours there, just kind of going through the books. They would read the backs until something intrigued me. And then Sweet Valley High was what did it. I took me forever. That was my gateway drug. Oh my gosh! Took me forever to read the first one, but I fell in love with the characters, and I had to know what happened next. And after that, when they would do something that I didn't like, I started to rewrite the stories in my head. And then my own story started to come, so I tried to write a novel in junior high. It was hard, so I quit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so Sweet Valley High was, it was yeah. inspired your career since yes. there were 617 million Sweet, yes. high, Sweet Valley High books, and now there's <laughs> 617 million Gina Showalter books, right? Yes, exactly. If you were going to take the Wakefield twins and put them in a paranormal setting, what would you have happen to them? Ooh, That's a good question. Aside from cavemen.
1: That's a good question. You've, you've done the one thing that nobody else ever... you stumped me. <laughs> <So>.
0: <laughs> what to do to the Wakefield Oh, uh, you know,
1: maybe one would... I would make one a vampire and one a werewolf, and they would be at war
0: with each other. That would be I pretty
1: intense. Or maybe you know one ones. a demon,
0: one an angel. Ooh. Yeah. Like the, like the dichotomy, do you?
1: Yes. Except Elizabeth would be the demon, and Jessica would be the angel. Oh, because I
0: hate people who are always so nice and perfect, and then yes. secretly they're evil. <laughs> There's <laughs> yes. just so many of those people so I have another question from Stacy Agdern who wanted to know how you came up with, with the Alien Huntress series which is her favorite of your books what was your sort of point of access to that particular world I had, and could you talk a little bit about the world in case anyone isn't familiar with it it's
1: a um, somewhat futuristic world al- alternate earth where um, aliens live and walk among us and I loved the idea I was a huge Star Wars fan um, Star Trek um, so I loved the idea of aliens living among us and um So my idea was populating the Earth with them, uh, but having the, uh, who would police them, the predatory aliens who would take them down, so. So it's like crossing Star
0: Wars with CSI or Law and Order. Yes, (laughs) exactly. I have got to just get a pocket Sarah and carry you around with me. (laughs) I I don't fit in pockets, I'm sorry. (laughs) So I have another question from Cressley Cole. Excellent. I she love Mike Lee. Presley. She has already asked you to marry her. She has. And she has, I have said yes. And you said yes. And she wanted to know, is it, could you set a date? Are you going to elope? <laughs> are you going to go do the honeymoon in Budapest? What are your plans here? Um,
1: I will take her. However, whenever I can get her, I'm like calling her, emailing her every day. Why aren't you on my front, uh, why aren't you on my porch? Where why are you? Why do you make
0: her work for it? Who's the hero in this relationship?
1: <laughs> All right. I am the guy and she is my prize. <laughs>
0: So then you need to get off your butt I, it's my and fault. go it hunt is my her fault. down.
1: It is my fault. It's, you're right. It's time. Cressley, I'm coming after you. Guns blazing, baby. She's going to be listening
0: to this podcast <laughs> like, I better get in the bunker. <laughs> I better run. So what would you want to predict for yourself? I mean, I know a lot of people have a five-year plan. A lot of people have a future plan. A lot of people have specific things that they want to achieve. What would you predict for yourself?
2: Well, aside from you know, eighteen million books.
0: Exactly.
1: I have a dream list. Um, Number one, I I I am like I would love for my books to be made into a movie or a TV show, as would every author. But that is number one on my dream list. I um, would love the graphic novels, the manga. I'm just every the books in like every kind of edition. I'm just fascinated by the foreign copies, by all of the new
0: ways. So I want to I want to tackle everything. You really aren't gonna leave any genres for anyone else, (laughs) are you? Not. (laughs) What's that about?
1: I guess I'm greedy.
0: (laughs) All right, that's fine. Greed is is good. All right, so I have more questions. But does anyone out there have questions? (gasps) Yeah, a question. All right. Wait, someone is running with a microphone. I think I surprised <laughs> the people with the microphone. I'm sorry. It's a really I should myth. have given you a heads up. <laughs>
1: It's a really random question. I just love the names in your books. So where do you come Thank up you. with these names? If they don't tell me when I sit down to write the book, um, I go to baby name books and I just kind of gl- just leaf through the names until I get this. but me. That's me <laughs> in my head. That's why they're all
0: named Bob. <laughs> yeah,
1: love <laughs> it. Cause like my friend, she was naming her son Peter. Like it was a junior, and I'm like, no, Lucian. <laughs> and she's like, I like that name. I'm like, so do I. I love and that name. Yes. Yes. Yeah,
0: that's it, a really it, good question, actually, yeah. about character names. Yes, yeah. not it's random at all. intertwined.
1: Um, all of the names in that book are people I know. I used um, oh. names of, of people in my life. Good so, to know. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yes.
0: Any other questions? <gasps> Yay.
2: What is your average timeline that your publisher gives you or you give yourself?
1: Uh, to write a full-length novel. Yes. It will. It usually takes me about three months, give a or, or take a little, um, because usually I'm juggling several projects at the same time, just in different stages. I'll oh, be, she's
0: insane.
1: <laughs> I do not recommend that. That's a horrible way to live. <laughs> And I hate to do it, but the deadlines stack up if I don't. So I'll be writing a rough draft of one book, working on revisions for another, or um, galleys, which is where you're going through looking for typos, that kind of thing. Um, but uh, three months is usually what it, how long it takes me. Do you schedule your
0: day? Like, I, morning I'm doing this, afternoon I'm doing that. I don't. Time I have the pedicure. My,
1: I do work seven days a week. And I write a chapter a day every day when I'm working on the rough draft, and that could take me two hours, or it could take me 15. Uh, a lot of times, it's edging closer to the 15. <laughs> but that is my 15 schedule. minutes.
0: <laughs> exactly. While we were sitting here, she's written another book. Yeah, we're at my purse, <laughs> the, my Mary Poppins purse. She's this big honking bag, and it just sort of magically makes the <laughs> manuscript. It's all, it's all, it's all magic. <laughs> Are there any other questions? Yes, more questions. You should ask questions. Trust me on this. I have this. like
2: 50 million questions,
0: but I'll bring it. Keep it short. <laughs> can you tell us anything about Paris' story?
1: I can tell you that I just turned that book in. Yeah, it was the it's the longest book I've ever written. <laughs> it might have to be cut, um, because it is so long. Um, a lot of threads are tied that have been going on um, throughout the series. Ashlyn has her babies. Um, what else can I tell you that without giving anything away? Um, how I, does it
0: end? <laughs> Happily what ever happens? after. Oh, that's good. No, everybody dies. <laughs> Even better. I kill them all. That will that will make your fans very happy.
1: <laughs> I won't give. Could you email. give us their names? The name of the
0: hero. The babies.
1: I will. I won't give the names <laughs> of the hero. The babies. No. Bob. <laughs> because um. That is a thread throughout the book. I will tell you that, the the names. When is William's book coming out? Uh, Whose? William? William's. Uh, I don't have a release date for him, um, but I cannot wait to write it. And and I can tell you his heroine's name is Gina.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And she's tall. (laughs) She She has has long, dark hair. (laughs) hair. She wears purple. (laughs)
1: She loves purple. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> and unicorns and Lisa Frankster
1: she likes rainbows and glitter <laughs> and hot I, topic <laughs> I just want to know do you ever suffer from writer's block and how do you get over that I don't really suffer from writer's block and I hate to admit that <laughs> because I, some people sometimes want to stone me but um, the character, any, I'll, I write the chapter and then I'll start the next chapter so I, that I have a jumping off point the next day Um, the characters just kind of direct me and lead me to where they want to go. If I ever get stuck though, I'll go for a walk um, or drive or something and just kind of let it percolate. Sometimes I'll dream, but I've never come to a, a place
2: where I couldn't figure it out. Are you planning on introducing more characters within the Lord series?
1: Yes, in The Darkest Surrender, you'll meet um, a couple of more harpies that I would love to tell their story and the beginning of the Phoenix. So, uh, and um, I'm really excited about um, Zacharyll, the angel. So I want to tell his story. I would just want to tell them all.
0: <laughs> why not? Go ahead. That's why we're here. Oh, um, do you have any more plans for any
1: more YA books after the Intertwined series? I do. I'm gonna. I'm starting a new series, and I just turned it in. Alice in Zombieland will be the first in that. So I'm See, very now excited. she's <laughs> taking
0: over Children's Lit, and she's going to, like, repl- <laughs> what, what is with you?
1: You know, the Alice in Zombieland, it came to me, and it's, like, one of the most, like, with The Darkest Night, I felt really passionate when I sat down to write that, and it just kind of took me over, and Alice in Zombieland was the same us that so (laughs) are you gonna continue with the playing with fire you know I would love to I would love to Mm -hmm. um, but right now reader interest is so heavily centered on lords of the underworld that it's a little hard to walk away from that but I would love to tell the honeymoon from hell story (laughs) I can I I see I I wrote the beginning of that book already I, that's how much I want to write it yeah
2: <laughs> thank you it's me again hi uh, you <laughs> tossed uh, I, at least for me you scared me a bit when you had mentioned slightly that you may be changing the heroine for Paris's book hmm <laughs> did you struggle with that, or is it something I, came I have
1: without? never struggled with a book more than I did with The Darkest Surrender, and I while I didn't have writer's block, I rewrote the first hundred pages four different times, and the heroine was different. <laughs> I, I couldn't figure out who he should end up with. He, because I, maybe, I think it is because he's such a man whore, <laughs> that there were all of these options, and I couldn't. I couldn't make anything work until I was on the phone with my editor, and we had this two-hour-long conversation um, talking about him and, and expectation and, and things like that. And so I sat down that day and plotted out the entire book, which I had never done before. I don't really plot the books. I just sit down and start writing them. And from there, I, was able, I took, just took off, So and it kind of wrote itself after that.
2: I just have one more. Yes. Uh, did Sienna's sister happen to come up in one of those scenarios for Paris's heroine? No.
1: But she is in the book.
0: <laughs> Do we have more questions? Oh,
1: and somebody mentioned new um, characters um, in The Lords of the Underworld*? Um, you meet more demon-possessed, um, more of, of them. Uh, my favorite is um, the keeper of narcissism, so you'll get to meet her.
0: <laughs> of course, it's a her.
1: Oh yes. <laughs> well, I mean, William already has that role of uh, narcissism in, for the men, so <laughs> yeah, it has to be
0: a counterpart. <laughs> Hello, question.
2: Hello. Uh, first of all, the flu look amazing. Good choice. Thank you.
0: They're <laughs> very I like comfortable.
2: The um, I have two questions. One of which I think you already addressed is: Are, are there any plans for a graphic novel series? I would
1: love that, Um, there just has to be interest from publishers. Well, there
2: is, publishers, (laughs) listen up. Um, Secondly, how did you, I I know this is sort of the the question everybody always thinks about and asks, but how did you get started? What was your background and and what drove you to write and how did you get there? You know, I didn't take
1: any classes, I'm actually a three-time college dropout and I went for microbiology, phlebotomy and nursing. So none of it was writing-related. Yes, but all of
0: those bodily fluids somehow <laughs> yes. ended up in the books. Yeah. With, you know, punching. But I,
1: no training, no schooling. Um, I just had ideas, and I just sat down and started writing them. But it did take me seven tries before I actually sold a book. So it was quite a, a long writing, learning process. It took me five years to figure out my process and all of that.
0: Hello. More <laughs> questions. This poor person with the microphone has to run back and forth. <laughs> Yay for the person with the mic. Good job. Hi. Hi. Hello. See, I always ask questions, and you answer them on your blog. On your blog. So um, Dallas. Yes. Do we
1: get to see him? Uh, he has a big role in Dark Taste of Rapture, mm-hmm. and I have an idea for his Happily Ever After, but I'm not sure if that's going to work out. So I think he'll be the next... Tell in the Alien Hunter series, but I—that his heroine has proven very stubborn. So we shall see. So we don't know if he's after Noel or not. I don't. Okay. I think so. I—I I can say I'm 90% sure. Okay.
2: I lied.
0: <laughs> I love that there's like Gina Showalter Uber fans. Like, wait, wait, wait. No, I want to ask. That's so cool. I love it. I mean, no one's like. Never mind. I mean, seriously, that's so... I'm so glad you guys are here. You have no idea. Yes, it's so thank awesome. thank you
2: so much for coming. I
0: should have just left and let you guys do the whole thing.
2: I actually have to have two separate questions. Yes. One is, is Galen getting his own book?
1: I think so. I can see his story and who his heroine will be. Um, that would be me.
2: <laughs> you like the
1: bad, naughty boys. He actually gets naughtier. Uh, it, he has a big part in Paris' book. Um, And I can see who I want to pair him with. So sometimes, though, when I sit down to write the actual story, like with Paris, things don't work out the way that I see, uh, originally saw them. Like I I had a paired Torn and Cameo in, in my head. But when I started writing their scenes, it didn't turn out that way. So I do think he will get a story, and I do think I know who his heroine is.
2: And the other question is: Have you seen Paris's cover for your book yet? I have
1: not. I have. We have talked about concepts and things like that, but um, I haven't seen any artwork yet. I cannot wait. Mm.
0: Sorry, ladies, we only have time for two more questions. One right here for you.
2: How much do your own personal dreams have to do with plotline?
1: Fli- the, um, the darkest whisper. I had a dream about a woman trapped in a glass cage and when, the, um, when it opened up, she disappeared and a few seconds later she reappeared, but she was bloody and holding a trachea.
0: <laughs> I have
1: such holding strange. a
0: trachea holding a trachea. <laughs> this is where the nursing comes in. Yes. And um, I the, hold one. The entire book
1: sprang from that dream, from that scene alone.
0: Why wasn't it titled Holding the Trachea?
1: <laughs> I love tracheas.
0: <laughs> thank you guys very much for, thank for coming. You.
1: Thank you, Sarah. Oh, dude, I wouldn't
0: miss this. This, this is fun. <laughs>
1: wait, uh, okay, wait. I do have a question. Your upcoming book. Oh, you are too kind. Tell. I want to know a little I bit about it. I owe her a big margarita. I want to know more about it. Big margarita. <laughs> I big
0: margarita. It. <laughs> Boat size. I, on October 1st, I have a book called Everything I Know About Love I Learned from Romance Novels. And it is romance authors and readers talking about everything they've learned from the romance genre. Because unlike the popular rumor that we're all miserable people, most of <laughs> us are actually very happy and in very solid and loving relationships. Because even when you're holding a trachea, yes. <laughs> you will learn something from a romance novel. Yes. Thank you for asking. Yes. So. You are awesome. So are you. I love you. <laughs> all right. Well, now that we've had the love fest and the group hug, yeah. Thank you guys for coming out tonight. I really appreciate it. Yes. You guys are thank awesome. you.